Welcome back to the Dark House on the Hill. This week was kind of Matt's pick. He wanted to do a Valentine's Day related episode. Matt, what did you pick? My bloody Valentine. My top three slasher films of all really? time. Wow. Actually, oh, yeah, man. Tarantino's favorite slasher. Is it really? Of all time. Dude, all time. I think this movie, I'm going to brag about it for a second. This is my, this is my, my plot buildup for this movie. I think this movie hits all of the great benchmarks of a slasher film, even better than the movies that it precedes, or I'm sorry, even better than the movie that precedes them, like Friday the 13th or Halloween. I think this one hits all the cliches and does them all in the right way. I think it does too. Like, I will say we are talking about the original. There are two versions of this movie. I actually saw the the remake first, which Did is you? 2008 or 2000? I purposely That's didn't weird. watch the remake for this because I want I know both of you guys saw oh, it. It's yeah. hot trash, dude. Yeah, but I want to hear like I kind of this is for the viewers if you haven't seen it that way we can talk okay. about I can it's ask you guys a, questions I about mean, the remake. It's been a while since I so I wouldn't really know how to compare exactly, but I just remember it being Well, I okay, so what I love right off the bat about like what I love about this movie is it's it's a whodunit movie without you realizing it. And what it does is it kind of hides itself by like putting on this whole character of Harry Warden. Yeah. Like as a mental patient that got out. So you're like, oh, it's Harry Warden. And then he's so you don't think about like who could be the killer amongst this whole group. And he's like done this before, right? In the past, it's like kind of like a, if you do this again every year, I'll be back. Yeah. And it's like they come with this whole urban legend about it. Like it's the best version of an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Like for it, because all these slash films kind of start off with an urban legend, right? Yeah. Like Campfire Tale. Yeah. And know? it's usually like Ralph the crazy guy. Well, so they, that do, they do uh, almost like a Campfire Tale in the bar after work, like at the bar, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They kind of tell the story, which is the, the bartender, Happy. Yeah. He kind of tells the story of um, Harry Warden. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, and it is. It's just like, kind of like the story that starts it off. Like Halloween shows it to us visually, like the that what happened. Yeah, but um, we like this is all kind of like in the past. Yeah. Um, but like, it's cool because it does. It, it switches gears, and it's like a you don't realize you're watching a whodunit movie until like what ten it's minutes like left. Literally the very end of the movie. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's really cool done. It's really uh, well done that way. Yeah, and there's not many slasher films I think that do that right i think it's hard um, to do a twist twist ending but i feel like friday the 13th is that way you think it's jason the entire time then you find yeah out. that's like oh yeah that's a good, you know what but that's weird though and uh i want to say that be, it's weird because knowing it's not like I, um it, no no it's actually it's, the exact same thing because you, you they tell the story is, right? yeah do they tell the story of jason in oh i guess they tell about him drowning but he hasn't yeah. killed anybody but, they, but they, you get you get the idea like okay this is definitely jason walking do you story. think it though yeah. like do you yeah. think it's jason you think it's jason or is i it, think i knew i think as a kid because i already knew who jason was i thought it was jason the entire time so because you, you knew he was in the other ones yeah but not yeah. having any knowledge would have helped i think with the first movie yeah, I think that's what throws me off. That's what I mean. Is like, yeah. is it because like after all these movies over the years, you're like, oh, I know it's not Jason. Yeah. Well, this movie is a total cash, and it, it is a total ripoff of these other movies. And they even said it too. They said they were just trying to pick a holiday that they could make you know, something out of. Yeah. yeah. So they went with Valentine's Day. Um, this movie's got a fifty percent around Tomatoes, which I think, I think is about right. I think it's been a little bit higher. I think yeah. fifty is good. I feel like 60s, it's got mid sixties for reviews. Yeah. I get it. Like I don't, I don't really. As far as like horror stuff, with horror reviews, gets shat on all the time. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. You're either. It's very divided. Yeah, mm. you know. What I mean, so you're gonna have like low ratings because a lot of all these, these horror movies. Yeah. Is this Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, I'm sure most of these critics are probably non-horror fans. So, well, see, I was gonna say the opposite. This is probably 
um, based on reviews that were done recently. Oh, okay. Um, so that kind of affects the So movie. I feel like it could have been like, yeah, this movie's kind of a classic. So I feel like that is probably like horror fans and people who kind of saw it now are like, eh. At the time, though, because they were planning a sequel because it totally ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. Uh, they were planning a sequel, but they didn't make it because of the poor box office. It made like five million. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a very. That's well, a Canadian movie production too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can hear the uh, oh, the, some, there's, the accents yeah. are pretty pretty strong. Yeah, I don't there. think they were very powerful, but there were times where it did pop out, and I was like, "Is this a Canadian production?" Yeah. Oh, especially with uh, I'm gonna call him Harry Warden. Yeah, like the killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. like his accent is thick. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like there. yeah, it's really there. Um, yeah. But I okay with the reviews. I want to say the reviews are divided this way. Now, did you guys watch the uncut version or the regular version? This movie? unfortunately, I cannot find the uncut. You can't version. find the uncut version anywhere. It was. Re- I thought it was just released on. It Blu-ray. was released. It's out of stock. Yeah, but you can't uh, get it. I I rented this on Amazon Prime, and it's the um, edited version. Okay, which is super lame because this movie needs to have the uncut version. I watched the uncut. The uncut scenes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the uncut it, stuff makes this it movie. Is, the the regular version, like the theatrical, theatrical, I guess. Was yeah. it the theatrical version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all the violence cut. No, out? that was not. They they cut everything out before it actually came out in the theaters. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That that movie needs because it's all awkwardly paced with the editing, mm-hmm. where it just kind of cuts and you see like reactions, where it's like almost like edited for TV and it does not. Mm-hmm. It kind of detriments. The well, movie. I'm gonna say I don't get grossed out easily, but the gore in this movie, like the unedited version, much more effective. It is, I think it's pretty yeah, intense. Yeah, it's and plus it has that color of blood that Matt hates. Yeah. Oh yeah, that like um, I'm I'm alright. I could actually eat you this movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't get grossed out by this because this, uh, this is 81. Yeah. So that's that that period where the blood did look very um, pukeish, paintish. Yeah, I guess like paint. Okay. Yeah, it's like that 70s blood. Yeah, and just it's. I'm not saying any Pink. blood looks good. Like evil this, dead blood. Like yeah. Evil dead blood. Well, this more than anything is just too much for yeah. me. Oh, but, but like the heart though, the the boiled heart's pretty gross. That was gross. That's yeah. really gross. Yeah. 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 So like, I don't know how you could eat to this. Like, I got sick watching. That's this probably that, like, that oh. seems probably a little too much for me. But um, everything else is fine. No, but like I, I have always I've always only seen this movie in the um, like the theatrical, the theatrical release. release. Yeah. But I just recently found out last year that there's an uncut version, and it was released on Blu-ray a couple years ago, and it's out of stock now. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know. No, then you saying that I didn't realize it was out of stock. Shout Factory sooner or later is probably gonna get a hold of this movie and release it again because there's be supposedly cool. the direct. Okay, so the one that did come out, they added three minutes of footage that were edited. Yeah, okay. but the director said there's actually nine minutes that was taken out. Um, he said like only three or so is the gore, but then the rest is like character development stuff. Oh, okay, so really, so yeah, so there's nine minutes missing. I watched the, I, comp- the compilation on YouTube and like all the death scenes were actually expanded. Pretty much. Yeah, and they're they're pretty, like, I mean, they're on the level of, like, the Prowler, like, death scenes, where they're yeah. just, like, yeah. extreme. Yeah. Um, there was one that um, they filmed, and that you'll never see, because I guess it got damaged or destroyed, is the scene where the two, uh, the couple were down in the... Lower side, or the lower, the mine shaft. Or yeah, and yeah. they're going at it, and there's a drill bit that goes through them. Okay. And there's an actual, that scene actually got filmed of it going through them and everything, yeah. and I guess it got destroyed or something. Mm-hmm. Really? So, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think the if you ever if you can get a hold of this movie if you haven't seen it yet, the uncut version is really worth it. But I think the theatrical cut. The reason why I like this movie so much is I feel like it really holds its own as a story yeah. without the violence. Yeah, that, I can see that. Like Friday Thirteenth, 
is a very boring movie. See, I felt like okay, I, I, think, it's I, one like the, I think it's movies. one of the worst Friday Thirteenth movies. I think this so it's so slow. It is slow. I felt like this movie was slow. I feel like it's got good parts. Like I said, that's why I feel like a fifty percent is about right for me. It's a good flick, but there's like that last half an hour while they're down in the the mine shaft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gets kind of slow. I'm kind of. Like, I'll give you that. That's where I feel like strangely like the excitement's about to pick up that's where that movie gets slow is the last like half hour where it's kind of like it turns into your traditional slasher film where you're just like they're bringing right along back. they're bringing along characters to get killed off yeah and you're like i don't even but like there's like i think there's a really cool like uh characterization with some of these mm-hmm. these actors and some of their storylines um that play off re- really well with each other yeah and I think that's why I like it because it's like well, this, let's let's jump into that part. It's then. almost let's, like a soap opera. That's a slasher film. Yeah, kind of is like the love triangle. You yeah, know, and everything. Well, let's talk about some of these actors then. Um, actually, one of the actors I think who did I think he's the best part of the movie or one of the best parts um, is Al Humphreys. Uh, he actually just passed away not too long ago, within the past couple of weeks. Uh, his scenes are hysterical. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's a scene that I literally rewound because I couldn't stop laughing. It's when the bartender is telling the story about like what happened, and when he gets done, Al Humphreys jumps up from behind the bar and he's like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> dude, I rewound it like two or three times because the timing is hysterical. Yeah, and actually a lot of the stuff he does, like I feel like um, he's the one that scares him in the mine shaft. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he's very similar to the character from uh, Friday Thirteenth. Who acts all goofy? With the bow and arrow? With the bow, yeah. Oh, okay. And I feel like he's similar to that character, but I feel like he does it better in Is that this the, candy bar, the candy bar kid? No, that's... <laughs> no, that's not. Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I feel like um, the heavier set guy with the mustache? Yeah. He did a really good job in this, yeah. too. Yeah. But I, feel, I also like, They felt though, like real characters. Yeah, and I feel like when they're all hanging out after work, I, I feel like that's a real thing. Like. Yeah. Well, okay, even, I can see all these people yeah, hanging out. When they go in the very beginning of the movie, when they're all in the shower, yeah. and they're like, uh, last one there has to buy the rounds or whatever, yeah. and they all run out, and the guy's trying to pull up his pants, but his buddy's trying to pull his pants down <laughs> while he's running. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, trying he's to pull his there. pants down. Must be the uncut version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're running out, and he's like trying to zip his pants, his buddy's like, ugh. <laughs> and it's legit, like, I felt like, all right, these are some buddies hanging, yeah, out. hanging out. So I agree. I felt like when he went to the bar, it made sense. Except for the ex-boyfriend who always hangs out in the corner yeah. and just laughs at everybody's jokes. Yeah, like, <laughs> remember me, guys? We used to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. But I feel like their triangle, what you were getting into, that adds so much more to the story. Yeah. I felt like if it wasn't was, there, was I, that, I don't know. What was that guy's deal again in the movie? Was he, like, in war or something? Or? No, he, like, leaves to go. I, guess, I think he goes just to go do something else. Oh, like, and then he comes back. And so she goes off the other friend. Comes, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. Him. I thought they were, like, mentioning, like, he came back differently or whatever, like, as if he, like, fought in Nam or something. Oh. Yeah. And I feel like that that adds so much more to the story that doesn't need to be there, but it, I think it adds to the character. It adds a lot to it. Yeah. yeah and I think, like, um, I think one of my favorite parts in the whole movie is like you f- this love triangle thing, and these two guys fight, and they get to the point where they go separate ways. And then once all the shit gets crazy, they're like, "Hey, it's you and me, man. We got to go save everybody." Yeah, they do like a. That is really cool. cool. They, do like, yeah. they do like the total predator handshake. Yeah, and they're like, and they "Good go luck." Like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> and you're like, "This is cool." That's like, kind of cool. But then it turns out that the other guy's the killer. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, but it's like it's cool that there's that dynamic. They make, they make there. the creepy guy look like he's 
kind of the bad guy. Yeah, the kind the, of be, the ex-boyfriend. And then he kind of kind of ends up being like the hero at the end, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which is real. It's kind of like it's a mixed batch of like emotions for each character. Mm-hmm. But at least you're following these characters through, and you're not stuck with somebody that's boring at the end because these movies do like go into these areas where, um, like slasher films. They do end with like that that last girl, and it's like always like the boring one, the yeah. one that like doesn't participate in anything, which is like doesn't a, do anything. Almost like all this like, Friday the Thirteenth, where it's like, oh, I didn't know she was going to be the the final girl. At the you end. don't like see it go, yeah. Like Halloween, man. Like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween is probably because he followed her from beginning to end, almost. But she's like, like the driest character yeah. throughout the entire movie, yeah. and it's like you're kind of stuck with her at the mm-hmm. end. Okay. Um, I think the only thing that really gives her character is that she's a good actress. Yeah. And she's kind of like the only star actress of a slasher film. That moved on to do like bigger bigger stuff. So she does a good job playing like a boring character. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, if you would have ended it with just Al Humphreys. That really, that and... speech was all boring. Like you guys weren't saying <laughs> anything. And it was just really quiet. And I was like, yeah, just boring. Just boring. And then like you hear the rain dripping outside. And it was like, it's a gray Sunday morning. We're like, <laughs> Just boring. Boring, 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 Like ping pong game, boring, 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 boring. Hey, ping pong's not boring. I'm sorry, no, it's a paddle ball paddle. Like boring, 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 um, I'll tell you what have been a nice little like twist is that the last two remaining characters were Al Humphreys and his buddy. It'd be like um Wait, which buddy? Uh, the heavier side guy. Yeah, that guy's yeah. cool. Yeah, if it just would have been them two, like at the end, like that would have been yeah. kind of like uh... even if yeah, even if the main girl got killed, looks like we're the final girls, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll always have each other. Let's get out of his mind. <laughs> um, let's talk about some scenes that were effective. Okay. I feel like the creepiest scene out of this entire movie is when the couple go down to the mine shaft and they start to make out underneath all the uniforms. Yeah. That whole scene is very that's creepy. That's not in the mine shaft, though. That's like just a warehouse. Oh, like at like, the top. Oh, okay. okay, what okay. is the purpose of... I think they're of... just dry, maybe drying off the is, stuff. Yeah, maybe? with the clothes. Why are the clothes hanging? Uh, think... Because it would be a scary scene, because you knew... That's actually a no, legit cause... scene, though. I know, but I know it's like a real mine thing, but like, why Like, why is this? Like, why do they hang clothes up so high? Like, I don't know. So they can walk through? Like, are they... <laughs> I know. But it's just, it's weird, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, it is kind of weird. They're I've never all seen hanging anything, from the ceiling. I've never seen anything like it. It was actually awesome. Yeah. Either it's a real legit thing, or the makers of the movie were like, you know, it'd be really creepy because you think he's going to come down from the top. Yeah. So you're going to hang on the uniform. How yeah. do you know which one did what? You know, like, that's it's kind of like Scream 2. Like, how does she know how, like, all the, the walls and the <laughs> thunder that, and all that? Hey, can you uh, push that one? Huh? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like at the beginning of this movie, the very first scene where you see. We don't know who this guy is, but he's wearing the mine uniform, hmm. and he's with this blonde, and they're getting ready to go at it, and she goes to take off his mask, and he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no. What do you, no, hey. So that's Harry It's like very Vader. It's very Darth no. Vader. No. Like, no. <laughs> or I was thinking that Jason takes Manhattan, and is like, what do you, no. No. no what? Stop. Yeah. Stop. No. <laughs> um, well, following the whole, like, this creepy scene with the uniforms, like the whole shower. This um, is the most effective scene in the movie. Yeah, it's very, and the dude's reaction, yeah. the, the young Andy Dalton, the way he, <laughs> yeah, dude, doesn't he? Totally. <laughs> young yeah. Andy Quarterback Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yep, for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> this is he him. probably has the best acting in the movie. Yeah. Because after this happens, every time they show him, he's got like snot hanging out of his nose. Like his eyes are filled with tears. The dude is traumatized. Yeah. And I felt legit. like that is how, what would happen if you saw, if that, if you saw that. I'm I glad feel, they didn't kill him off though. 
Because that yeah. would have been like, oh man, this is such an effective scene, and you're just going to waste it by killing him. Exactly. And I feel like that was probably the most legit thing about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, if you guys saw the uncut I kill... It, I would have the same reaction. Okay. This one where uh, Happy, the bartender, yeah. goes to... Uh, he rigs that Harry Warden like it's dummy. It's disgusting. That yeah. scene. So the yeah. uncut scene, the, the, his, the pickaxe goes through his oh, yeah. chin and out his eye. And his eyes like on the end of the pickaxe, like dangling. Yeah, it's gross. It's looking. gnarly, but it's yeah. like that. Like, that would, I would love to see that in the movie. Yeah, that would have like that would have made it a, totally would have shocked movie me. I couldn't eat to. Yeah, I, had, I can't eat to this. Yeah. Which is such a bummer because if you think about it, the the visual uh, effects guy put so much work into this, yeah. and you go see your movie, yeah. and you're like it's all gone. It's so lame. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to just cut to the ending like I always do, but, <laughs> but I think like just leaving the ending with him like laughing, Dude, with, like hand, awesome. handless running around in the mine and just kind of ending the it's movie. It's a cool cold ending. Yeah, is, that's a terrifying scene. It's a creepy ending until he says that line with the dude. That's an awesome line. I think it's goofy. What? Well, he's, he's like, like Sarah, he's like, my bloody Valentine. You my bloody Valentine. And like he takes off, and I feel like it was creepy until he said that. Yeah, but the, just the fact that him like he's he, like I don't know if he's he's probably gonna die, but like. Just leaving the movie cold like that, like ending with him. Yeah, just obviously, like I don't think there's like... any exit point from there, so I think he's just running deeper in the mine shaft. <laughs> yeah, just, just laughing yeah. until just you... scary as shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, I will say this though: this movie is very forgettable, but in a good way. I would say that too. Like, yeah. I ju- like I've watched this movie twice in think, like about a year span. I think it's forgettable for me because it's like pretty straightforward. I always forget about like the plot, like. That takes place at a Valentine's yeah, Day the, dance or whatever. Well, no, but who the killer is oh, and yeah. like why, like why he does what he I does. I think when I saw it in the, I saw the remake first. Okay, like a long time ago when it first came out three D or three D. Um, it did. One, uh, came out on DVD. Yeah, and I was like really confused to the ending because I feel like they almost did the same thing but in a terrible way. Okay. Where they tried to have this plot twist, but they like didn't really do it well enough. I saw it once. Um, I did not. The, this the remake was rough, man. I tried watching it a couple months ago. Plus, it takes place like not because like yeah. this the original takes place like entirely at this dance almost, mm-hmm. and I feel like in the remake it takes place like all over town. Yeah, like in a motel or a hotel really? or whatever. Yeah, it's well, like it got a lot of praise when it came out. Yeah, I remember it was, like it was a three D. It was a movie. big deal. Yeah, yeah. I remember I and that's why I didn't want to watch. I wanted to ask you guys about it. Kind of want to go like, watch the remake now again because I kind of enjoyed watching this original. Are the kills effective? As three D gimmicks. Which isn't bad for a movie like this. Yeah, but like, it's like... I'll give you the 3D for horror But films. it's this typical, like, oh, there's a pickaxe flying slow-mo at the screen, and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be a 3D effect. Yeah. If I'm watching this in standard definition. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. And the remake actually came out around the same time as uh, Friday the 13th remake. The oh, yeah, I guess kind of And both yeah. of those movies star uh, Supernatural dudes. Oh yeah, one has um. Oh yeah, okay. Like the bro- like you mean brother. two ghosts, two dude. Ghosts. Okay, I know <laughs> you. They start ghosts. Two I know you like that show. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay, I wish that show was better. Uh yeah, it's been on for way too long. It should have ended like but five like, seasons ago. I see what they got. They got a Scooby Doo episode coming out. Yeah, they actually do. When they have fun with the episodes, they're I actually heard. they're actually pretty. Awesome. But those two guys, I think, are the the worst leads for a show like that. I know they like they they're totally fine. they put them yeah. in there because they're handsome. Yeah, it is. and it just doesn't work. It's well, like, obviously, the, it is working if it's been on for like twenty five like, years. On, have you ever watched it? No, it's been on for. It'll be on for. 14 years. That's insane. It's well, like it's like an X-Files show but like the two hands like the two leads are like these 
overtly handsome guys. Yeah. When they but should be like but nerdy they, like Fox Mulder. But they actually it's the fun episodes they have, they actually make fun of that. Really? Yeah, the, the fact that they're hot, two hot dudes. Yeah, I, 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 I keep <laughs> trying to give that show a chance. I'll give, I'll keep it's fun. Continuing it, to do it. It starts but. off like serious in the beginning seasons, yeah. the first 14 seasons. It starts off pretty oh, serious, okay. and it has, toward, has a little bit of fun. Just get to the first 14 seasons, <laughs> and then, then it really picks up. Yeah, but um, probably like four or five seasons in, that's when they start to have like the specialty episodes. Yeah. We actually do have like legit fun breaking the fourth wall and like... Yeah goofy episodes and they're actually awesome because they do a lot of like i read about it and they do a lot of like it's like, totally they're, they're horror fans basically yeah. like they're totally the paying, writers are they're totally they do a lot of callbacks to x-files they do yeah. like a lot of like their aliases sometimes like Mulder and scully you know like i'll tell you a show i really want to check out and i feel like we should just try it out is riverdale i've watched a couple episodes okay riverdale apparently has a ton of rep obscure references to horror stuff yeah. Like, well, they'll do, like, an episode, and it's, like, kind of yeah. hinting at Suspiria uh-huh. or Zodiac. Yeah. Or they'll make, like, obscure, like, Nightmare on Elm Street jokes on there. Yeah. And, like, the, it's a totally, like, the writers are, like, horror geeks, they're both, and they're throwing they're, references into stuff. They're yeah. both, like, they, both seasons are, like, mystery seasons. Yeah, they're murder mysteries. Murder mysteries or whatever. Yeah. You who plays Jughead in that show? Yeah. Uh, one of the two twins in Big Daddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, so you were the one who brought up the Adam Sandler reference this time. <laughs> At last. Good I've done hook. it. Good hook. 20 packets of ketchup. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go that far. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will say probably the most, I, I take it back, the most terrifying scene in this movie is when they're driving, it's got the cop and then the mayor. Or maybe it wasn't the mayor. I can't oh, remember yeah, was. yeah. And they find the heart in the box. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, he's like, not again. So the cop turns the car around, and as the car takes off, dog. a dog runs onto the road. And I was like, oh my god, they're going to hit that dog. Yeah. It was so I close. Think they, I think they kept it in because of like the how how intense the situation was. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, that was a lucky break. Thank God they didn't kill a dog. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, you know it was that like actor... very serendipitous. You know it wasn't like planned. Oh, it not was just kind of like, no. oh, this happened oh, by accident. We're sure. keeping it in. And that actor driving was like, get away. Yeah. Like, you, oh man, I hate You know both scene. those actors in the scene were like, oh shit. Dude, okay. You speaking, almost killed that dog. <laughs> speaking of another dog scene, when the dogs are all sniffing around the, uh, the bloody eating valentine. Eating on, it? They're eating it on the, outside the police station. Yeah. And the guy's like yelling at the dog. He's like, "Go away!" And the dog's like visibly pissed, yeah. and it keeps like like getting at him. I think they legit. And he does yeah. it like three times, and you're like, "Man, this dog like looks like he's really about to attack." Oh, I think so it's you're legit. saying the sequel? So now that the bloods and the dogs, they're the killers in the sequel. Yeah, I didn't see anything well, no, like that. The victims in the sequel. What the, do- the hell? <laughs> they <laughs> talking about they the victims. Hard. And it's called. Are you crazy? My my buddy Valentine. You know, like Air Bud, buddy. The dog from Air Bud is the killer. <laughs> my actually, buddy Valentine. I actually really like this idea. <laughs> I like this. Okay, so uh, I want to talk about the cliches, though. Okay. Like, what makes the slasher genre? Like, what are some hard cliches that... I'll be right back. Yeah, I mean, like, and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, what are you some... Yeah, the female, like, like, scream queen or whatever, the final final girl. Which, I guess this one, this girl has it <laughs> in... really... She has it in spades because it's her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You know? It's like scream, almost. Yeah, her boyfriend turns out to be the killer. Yeah. Um, I feel like location's a major thing in these movies, you know, of course. Like, I think that's why this one's really cool, because the whole idea of a mine yeah. is, like, Kinda a creepy. really cool setting. For... I actually read that, uh, not to cut you off, but with the mine, um, they, they found a location, said, we want to film here, this yeah. is perfect. And then once the town found out they were going to film there, 
They went down to the mine and he completely cleaned it up, to make it look really good. Oh, really? He spent thousands and <laughs> thousands like of dollars. Super polite. They're like really excited. Yeah, and then the the makers of the movie were like, "No, we liked it the way it was. Damn That's why we it. picked it. Like, why did you clean everything oh, it up? Sucks. They ended up so. spending, I think, seven thousand dollars to make it dirty again. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that sucks. <laughs> so if they would have not spent that seven thousand, they would have definitely made their money. I can imagine like scrubbing the walls and they're yeah. like cleaning the walls. Well, okay, they, that, that's weird because they make a reference to it in the movie that kind of stood out the last line. night. Yeah, they're like, why are the walls so white? And it was said, like originally the the Canadians, the Nova Scotia like citizens, they like the town or wherever they filmed in. They like when they cleaned it, up, they made like welcome, like graffiti, like hearts <laughs> and everything. Welcome to our town or whatever. <laughs> Shit! And so they just got white paint. That was the only thing that they could afford at the time. That's so they just painted over. <laughs> yeah, like because so it's just lime. it's weird that they bring that up. They're Tim, like Tim Horton was here. Why are the walls white? <laughs> Tim Horton. <laughs> We love hockey. <laughs> go, go, Red Leaves. <laughs> uh, I think like another one, like the Killer. I think the Killer looks awesome. Costume is pretty legit. Yeah, I think it's like one of the it's best on, Killer it's, like, it's like outfits. The, um, like the Prowler, I think that costume is pretty legit too. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Wait, that's what's a the Prowler? Of... I've, I've never seen it. I just watched it for uh, during October. Okay, when it's like uh, World War Two. Is that World War Two? Yeah, yeah, costume? I think it's World War Two. But it's yeah. like basically just the guy that's prowling around town. Is there a legend with that guy? Uh, it's the opening of the movie is, I think this, the beginning of it where it's, uh, some dance and yeah. it's, it's like right at, it's right around World War Two and he's like, he dresses That's in it. like a soldier outfit. So okay. he has like guns and knives, uh, guns and bayonets and okay. he kills he that way, but kills and then just returns like 30 years, 40 years later. Mm-hmm. And there's like, Oh man, like he's back again. Or but whatever. his, his outfit, his outfit and, uh, Harry Warden's outfit are pretty like cool, creepy, like. They make sense. Like it's yeah. not wearing a mask just to wear a mask. Like it's yeah, it's like a legit uniform and prowler, the World War II helmet, and killing. People. I don't. He has a weird mask, right? Yeah, it's like a hood or something okay, like that. Like, yeah, and then obviously my bloody Valentine's just your standard mining outfit yeah. that they have. Okay. But um, I just watched Prom Night a couple weeks ago, which is Prom another night. another Canadian production. Everything is all right. It's so it's it, but it's boring. Like I don't even remember what he looks like. Uh, I just watched like, the movie. Super lame. I got yeah. I got like ten minutes into it, and I think it needs to be remastered. Yeah, I think that's Quality, the problem. Dog shit. God, yeah. it's all bass. I, I kept having to turn it up, and I'd be really like, am. I can't hear what they're saying. I'd turn it up, and then the music would I kick don't, in. I was like, I don't, shit, it needs I, a good transfer. I honestly don't think I think they may have filmed it uh, improperly to the fact that they can't remaster it. Almost like how uh, the pit was. Oh, okay. Okay. like okay. How we did the pit for Cinema Cult. Uh, what, last year's years ago, maybe yeah, two years, years ago. Yeah. It was like two Eons years ago. ago. That's and a. I that know movie what you mean. looked like crap, even though they said it was a 4K restoration. It was like, oh, because they, I don't think they knew how to work cameras back in the day. Yeah, yeah, because like, I think that's how Prom Night was filmed. It's like really like it's um, grainy. It's very grainy and glowy. Yeah, like the sunlight almost. It almost looks very dreamlike because mm-hmm. you can tell this is gonna get uh, film geeky uh-huh. uh, camera wise. The aperture is all the way open. Yeah, and it's coming well, in light, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A white light on everything, so everything has like a dreamlike glow throughout. This is prom night, throughout prom night. Yeah. So I know what you mean. It could be filmed incorrectly, and that's why. Yeah. No, and that's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah, because what you're saying with the glow, yeah, it's exactly that's all I see throughout that whole movie. I'll be yeah. thoroughly surprised if they're able to do like a proper restoration, HD restoration of prom night, because that movie looks like dog crap. Uh, the one cool thing about this movie I do like a lot is the original poster for it. Yeah. Because uh, it's basically the mask. It's got some blood on it. It's the reflection. And of a the... reflection of the actual light on his helmet is like 
the victims or the kids or whatever. Gasping. Yeah. And it's a really cool looking poster. And then if you look, I what I bought was, it was a double feature. It was My Bloody Valentine with April Fool's Day, mm. which means we're doing April Fool's Day eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the and, action pack. Oh, yeah. And the poster on the front was just like uh, a guy with like a pickaxe or something like that. And I was like, where is the original artwork? Yeah. Like, uh, I was on this big kick the other day just typing in like, 80s early 90s artwork for films and they were so cool looking you could tell they put a lot of work into it and then you get these remastered or they put them on dvd or blu-ray or whatever and it's completely different they got just like this like generic looking yeah you know artwork. Keep the old, old old covers i think they're much more effective yeah like even like okay if you look at like evil dead series um evil dead 2 was like a skull yeah um with like actual eyeballs in it okay. it was really neat looking uh, original Evil Dead was the girl reaching out of the grave. Mm-hmm. And so you had this really cool work they did for it. And then they might release it now. And it's just kind of like, it'll just say Evil Dead. Why or... is that? Is there a theory? Is it because they don't want to have to pay the artist? That might be it. That they that way they don't have to pay the artist residuals for using reusing their artwork? Well, I feel like some of it has to do with they don't want things to look old. They want to look brand new. Okay. So like when they did remaster Bloody Valentine for Blu-ray... It was a new artwork of the miner, and he was holding a heart, and he was kind of like tearing it in half. Mm. And I mean, it's okay; it was just kind of generic, but it makes it look fresh yeah. as opposed to making it look like it's from the early eighties. Which is kind of ironic because if you look at the artwork of for Evil Dead, like the original one, yeah, like they did a bunch of promotional photos for it to release it, and if the promotional photos look so they look cleaner than the actual movie. Oh, oh, totally. You yeah. know what I mean. And it looks like it's a, I think it's a different girl on front with Bruce Campbell. Is it? Okay. And uh, it looks way cleaner. And then you watch the movie and it's like, oh, it's super grainy. But there's probably only like a year in between making the movie and doing the promotional photos mm-hmm. that they try to make that, like what you're saying, they try to make it look new. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing too, is when they put stuff out newer now. Um, okay. So they remastered this at the same time as the remake came out. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes they try to confuse you too. Like, hey, here's Bloody Valentine. And they're like, oh, that's that trailer we saw the other day. And they buy it. Yeah. And like, oh, wait, this is 1981. Like, you yeah. know. Trick so I feel like trick. make our, our, our budget back. And you yeah, just bought yeah. April Fool's Day and My Bloody Valentine in the two-pack. <laughs> From Half Price Books. <laughs> For $6. But I was looking at older posters like uh, Swamp Thing and stuff like that. And they had really cool artwork. Yeah. And then today it'll just, it'll just say Swamp Thing. And it'll... It has like a little outline of... It's something, yeah. yeah. It's just not. As I know we creative. bring up well, we bring up Friday Thirteenth every single episode here. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, and they just released. Finally, these movies are back on Blu-ray. This is Blu-ray a great example. Pack. Yeah, and the artwork sucks, and all the fans are pissed because like this artwork is terrible. Yeah, and they're also pissed because it's like it's got no special features. When the DVD versions had a ton of special features on it, right? It's the exact same features. Is it? I think so. Oh, yeah. it's just missing the bonus features disc. Like, yeah, that's... but it's like, why can't they do this? So, does anybody knows the reason why they can't release like good artwork for these movies? Um, I feel like they just try to update it, and I don't know. It's just weird. I feel... or, that's what I'm wondering. Is it because they don't want to like pay? Because there's a ton of Friday Thirteenth artwork out there that like you could just grab from anything. Like even just using his face. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the, oh, yeah, just the regular Jason face or something. Or... Yeah, like it make the, the artwork on these new ones looks so I haven't seen bad. them, so I don't really know what they look like. But... It's terrible looking. It's kind of like... Uh, Generic looking? 
it's not even a generic look because it doesn't even look like it's trying to be something else. Yeah. It just looks really bad, and I don't know why they have to use this artwork. And it's kind of the same with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because the originals, the yeah. artwork is really cool looking. And then when they uh, put them back out, it's just like silhouettes of Freddy on each cover. Okay. Like, I think the fifth or sixth one has the guy from the second one screaming. Like, it's just kind of like... What? And I'll say this, it's a, it's only a USA thing. Like, because if you ever see, like, British releases of Blu-rays and DVDs, they okay. look so much better. Yeah. And, like... I haven't really paid attention to it. Yeah, they look so much better. And, like, then you get to America, and it's just like... Oh, man, yeah. Like, this... here's bare-bones crap edition. It looks like nothing. And it's like... Maybe they're just bigger. I mean, I know... I feel like America's pretty big in the collectibles, but maybe they're just bigger over there for collectibles. They still have... Okay, here's one that we still haven't gotten yet, is a special edition of Creepshow. And they've had it over there for probably, like, 15-plus years now. Yeah, but that special edition of Creepshow is just the movie... And then that bonus disc. Um, of just desserts? Yeah. So you could just buy them now. They're just separate. separate yeah, I just, but it's, yeah. it's... Why is it like... Just keep them the same. Separate. Universally, just keep them the same. Nightmare on Elm Street was the same way. We got it on Blu-ray. We, you have the DVD pack where it's all of them. Yeah. And they all look... They all have great special features on it. 3D glasses, all that, right? And then the Blu-ray comes out and they got... no Like, the special features suck. Create your um, own 3D glasses. And yeah, I had to, and I had to create my own 3D glasses. Yeah, no, legitimately had to create my own 3D glasses to watch them. Well, the first one got a really good treatment because it was originally a double disc DVD. And then when it came to Blu-ray, it was a single. And that's loaded. That's okay. got some really good special features on it. But I feel like they know, like, I don't know. Is there a lot of people that want Nightmare on Elm Street 3 special features? Probably not. I know we would. But I just... think anybody who would buy for, for Nightmare on Elm Street 3... Want special features at this point. I don't think anybody's out there just buying it like, oh, I, yeah, like I'm going to take movie. a gamble on this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think if at a certain point, the only people who are buying these uh, items um, are fans. Fans, yeah. No, not for box sets. I feel like if you go to a Walmart or a Meyer or whatever, and then you could buy like those four packs of movies on like one disc or whatever, yeah. or two discs, and it'll say Nightmare on Elm Street 1 through 4 for nine ninety nine. Someone might go, oh, okay, those were kind of fun as a kid, and they might buy something sure. like that. So that's that's not the audience with a like loaded with special features yeah. on on Kincaid's wardrobe or anything <laughs> like that. Like this is the original uh, Kincaid wardrobe. Yeah. It, it was a soccer net. Uh, now it's uh... <laughs> does he wear like some netted shirt or something? Have, there he does have like a mesh shirt. Yeah. Um, but like Halloween, that Blu-ray box set for Halloween that was released by Shout Factory is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think Shout Factory is like the one to look for. Yeah. Uh, that releases like well, great it, yeah, oh, Aero, Aero DVDs. Another one that mm-hmm. releases. What have they done? Stuff. I don't think they're it. mostly a, a European, like a British company. Okay. And whatever we get in the U.S. through sometimes whatever we get in the U.S. through other companies, they get the rights to in uh, England, and they release like I was about to say Britain, <laughs> but like not the city, yeah. like just gotcha. Britain. Yeah. Um, no, they they release in England like the. Like the better editions, like artwork, they're like the criterion of horror okay, movies. Okay, yeah. And they're finally starting to release some stuff here in the U.S. Okay. Um, but it's all region B sometimes. So, so like, for instance, like, locked. like, yeah, like they have a really cool Big Trouble Little China, and I bought it at half price books, and I was excited about it, and it had all these special features on it. I went home to watch it, and it's only region B. Oh. So you have to get a region-free Blu-ray player. Most of those players are now, I think, universal, I think. Like, they have a really cool version, a 4K restoration of The Thing. Okay. 
And Shout Factory only released like a 2K version. Yeah. But since Shout Factory has the rights to the thing over here, we get the Shout Factory version and they get the Arrow version over I there. I see. Okay. Um, but I'm not hitting on the Shout Factory version. I think the Shout Factory yeah, version is awesome. Make them all universal. That too. And I think like once you clean them up, especially a horror movie, if you clean up a horror movie too much with restoration, it, uh, it takes away from like the cool graininess. Like this movie right here, My Bloody Valentine is one that I kind of don't want to see restored because I like the... I think it looks fine. I think it looks fine. I think there's any creepiness to how uh, dirty the movie looks. It it's looks, almost... It's like uh, coal dust getting yeah. on the lens of the camera. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's a good review for it. Nice. That's my review. Coal dust. Coal dust. On the lens of the camera. <laughs> All right, to end this off, are there any other Valentine's Day movies? I can think of one other one. Um, <laughs> Valentine? <laughs> is that the only one? Yeah, That's the only one with the yeah. angel from Buffy? Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Which I I think I remember it being and okay. Catherine, well, is it Catherine Heigl? I don't know. If it's Catherine the, or I, saw, uh, I know Denise Richards is yeah. in it. There's a company that I follow on Instagram, and they were making merchandise for this movie. Okay. And I was like, man, I was like, who's a fan of Valentine? But then it kind of like I dawned on me. This is right, this is what I hate about horror fans is how much they hate new shit. But if it's slightly aged, they're like, oh, it's a classic now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's like there's probably out. people out there that have that Valentine shirt on and it's like, what the hell? Like that movie's not that good. But like because it's age, it's like a classic now. That costume you know? is really weird because it's like a trench coat and the mask. Like, like the, an angel mask? Yeah, but it's like the, the ooh. It's Cupid. Oh, it's, guys, it's a Cupid mask. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, it's an angel mask. Wow, it's not ahead. an angel but, uh, mask. It's a Cupid mask. It's, it's an Valentine. An, it's he's an kidding? angel. But he's like wearing this gigantic. <laughs> it's pretty like, obvious what it is. <laughs> he's like wearing this gigantic like overcoat or pea coat or whatever. Yeah, it's like down to his legs, and then the mask is like so small, but it just looks like he's like one of the dinosaurs from Mario Brothers. Like, oh, you mean one of the Yoshi, uh, the Go- yeah. Goombas or whatever? Yeah, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, it'll definitely be the movie we cover this time next year because it's the only other Valentine movie. Yeah, what else? We and then we'll that's just it. call it a yeah, <laughs> just well, call it a quit. It. Yeah, sorry, we don't have anything else. <laughs> nope, for that's you. it for Valentine. Then we'll just yeah. do romantic horror films. Okay. Yeah. Do you, okay. So, did you guys like this movie overall? Oh man, I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Really? Yeah, I think it's good, but I mean, it yeah, doesn't. It, like I said, it's, I think I mentioned earlier, it's a pretty straightforward movie. So, I'm like, you know, there's nothing mm-hmm. really more to add to it, but um. I think it really suffered for me not having those unedited kills. Yes. I think it needed, because the cuts that they did for the editing were super awkward. It's just like cut into reactions or whatever. It's like when uh, the, the bigger guy, the bigger fellow gets yeah. hit with the nail gun. In the uncut, it's like two, it's like really long, like a long scene okay. of him getting shot twice in the face. And then uh, shows up to like his friends. But this one, it's like he gets shot and then he just falls over the corner and his friend's like, oh no, like he's dead. It's yeah. very, yeah, it's I, very, I feel like it's very, very awkward. It's very quick, yeah. and you, f- you do feel like you're missing something. For sure, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, like, there's a couple, though, that get killed on the bench. Yeah. Like, you don't find out that they get killed until somebody finds them. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is kind of a better reveal than actually seeing them get it. Uh-huh. Is, like, them just stumbling upon I agree with that, too. It's yeah. kind of like, so, that, if that footage is lost, it's, I almost think it works better the yeah. way it plays out in the movie. Now, was there a kill? I was watching this unedited version. I can't remember if this is real or not. I don't know okay. if I was uh, hallucinating. All right. Was there a part where there's a guy that's uh, being hung? Being hung? Like, yeah. Falls yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's when they're climbing up the ladder. Uh, it's the funny. Is it the funny the, guy? Yeah. Oh, it's the yeah. funny guy. Yeah, he like fall. Like the way I think it's. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong if you guys watch this. 
he like falls because he's already he's like hung. Yeah. And his guts fall out. Oh. Right. No, okay. no, his head falls off. Yeah, his head oh, his head falls off. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, what am That's I what I remember. They, do they not? I'm thinking of Hannibal. No, they don't show that. Yeah, you are thinking of Hannibal. Yeah, I was thinking of Hannibal. Yeah, that part, yeah. that part in Hannibal is pretty it's gnarly. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That movie is boring as shit, but that oh, part is like sucks. extreme. Yeah. Um, it's got some good parts. I feel like Gary Oldman. Every time he pops up on screen, I just watch. I'm like, that's Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think this movie is awesome. I, it's one of those ones that I think I'll keep returning to. I, like I said, I think it's a, it's an even better staple in the slasher genre than Halloween and Friday Thirteenth. Um, and that's only saying that because uh, Halloween is... I, I give Halloween respect because it's a starter one, you know? Sure. Um, you know, uh, Black Christmas was first. Yeah, yeah, I, but like... But yeah. it's the one that really jump-started. It's really ju- it really kick-started the genre, but um, movies like that kind of get boring after a while once, like, they... You know, the formula, formula gets done to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, still classic. But no, I think this one is definitely top three for me as far as slasher films go. I, I think legit, it's I feel worth like. the worth the watch. Having I want to see Shout Factory re- re-release it with and unedited stuff, with unedited, yeah. the uncut version, and uh, with that's cool, the only, that's cool the only artwork. Way, that's the only way I'll watch it is if they release like a new version with the uh, like an updated version with the kills. And I will say to give a shout out to Waxwork. Uh, pick up the soundtrack on Waxwork. I was about to hit that buy button last yeah, night. It's, for sure. It's not even like the um the, folk the country song, songs, folk the folk song songs awesome. are awesome in this movie. Yeah. See, I feel like I don't have any problems with this movie, but if I'm going to revisit a slasher film, it'll be Friday the 13th over this. Wow. Really? Yeah. I've seen I, I think I've just seen Friday the 13th too many times. I, and we talk about it so much on the podcast, I have no desire to. Uh, yeah, we got to come up with a new movie. Yeah. Maybe Lepre- uh, Leprechaun 4. Slapshot. <laughs> Slapshot. <laughs> Hockey, sure, something, whatever. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up our Valentine's Day uh, special episode. Um, join us next week as we cover a new topic of horror. If you could rate and review us on any social media platform, um, give us some suggestions on movies to watch because we got a ton of stuff that we. I mean, we could cover a ton of things, but uh, we definitely want you guys to be involved and throw some stuff at us for us to talk about. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just movies. It could be literature. It could be a line of toys. It could be whatever. It could be art. Uh, yeah. It could literally be a anything. Painting. A painting, just one the screen, painting. The screen painting. The screen painting with David Arquette on the front. Yeah. Um, yeah, throw some uh, some stuff our way. And please subscribe. That really helps us generate listens and gives us out more to the public. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. We'll see you next time in the dark house on the hill. <laughs>